This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackened Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackened. This is Casey Kasem, and you're listening to The Elijah Bailey Show, uh, Oklahoma's favorite podcast, bringing you 100% auditorial pleasure. Thanks for downloading The Elijah Bailey Show from iTunes or BlackStudios.com. And here's a word from some of the folks that make it possible for you to hear this show for free every Thursday. The Elijah Bailey Show is a podcast that is sponsored by Blacken Studios, Oklahoma's premier podcast production studio. To start your podcast journey today, visit them at www.blackenstudios.com or send them an email to podcast at blackenstudios.com. If you enjoy all their podcasts, including this one, then follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at Blacken Studios. Remember, it's Blacken. The Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by... Hey everybody, Elijah 5000 here, the Buckety and myself. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. But we wanted to make sure that you know where to go to get amazing original pop culture t-shirts. Go to our sponsors at riftapparel.com and at checkout, use promo code Elijah Bailey Show to save 10% on whatever your purchase is. It could be clothing, it could be backpacks, it could be posters, it could be a figurine that they have. Whatever it is, you get the lowest price. So again, promo code Elijah Bailey Show at checkout and save 10%. That is right. Save ten percent. Ten percent on your shirts, and I. Oh, I don't have one on today. I have my Spider-Man tank underneath uh, my hoodie. My uh, epic, epic battle. battle. I don't even remember. I remember getting this on sale for like two dollars, dude. And this is this can't hoodie is last. You beat cannot that. beat those prices. But uh, I don't have one of mine on. I can't. I, I'm, I'm missing one of mine. Which one? The Luke Cage? I can't, I can't say it out loud. Okay. Because some people haven't seen it yet. Okay. I still okay. got the Luke Cage one. Um, that was the first one that got yeah. your feet wet with ripped apparel on your Yeah, like, no, oh. there's another one that uh, I've, I've been looking for because I, I need a stunt on a, on a motherfucking. You know, okay. Sometimes you got to stunt Sometimes on a you got to let them fucking know. Yeah, so right now it's about that time. And I was looking. I was like, okay, I am hosting. Yeah, I was like, where the hell you at, bitch? <laughs> where you at? Whore. I need you. Whore. I need you. But... This is the offshoot. Like, when we have a lot of news to cover and we just want to bam, 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 like Pops used to say, bang, 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 we want to get it to you, we come out with the Bailey Bugle. It's the place. You know what? Oh, you had to put that little kind of funny on there. The Bailey Bugle, it's... Like something is grabbing my neck and sliding away. (laughs) It's sliding away? Yes. It's Magneto. (laughs) Ah, see what I did there. But we're here. This is Elijah 5000. Join by the Buckety. If you look underneath on this little bar down here, you get to see where you can follow us on Twitter. Yes. Mostly, I think yours is Black and Gaming everywhere. Twitter, Instagram... Yeah, mine is real Elijah underscore five thousand. Where was it called? The, the Classy Nova. That's just the name that shows up. So instead of like Elijah Bailey, it says uh, Elijah Classy Nova. Uh, but I still have my handle. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. It'll, okay. That'll be changing every now and then. Okay, you don't like the Classy Nova? I love the Classy Nova, but it's I gotta keep my wit up. That's what you know. Writing, uh, gaming, coming up with these nice little punny names that keeps my wit up. But we're here today to go over a, two specific. 
uh, anime live action. And then we also have some comic book films. That's why we have the Swamp Thing here with us. We have Luke Skywalker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Batman, and Walter White, as you said at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of a better crowd or better crew to have with us as we go through all this stuff today. Yeah, them the homies. They are. They are. But I know that, did you want to save the SoCal news or did you want to start us off? It's up to you, bro. You can go ahead and start us off because I'm excited to hear what you... Uh, Okay, well, just okay. Uh, just watch me on the time, okay? Okay, I don't, okay. don't want to rant, rant. Uh, and go. Okay, so Soul Calibur Six uh, unleashed a online beta, which yes. me and you were talking about last time uh, we did the AOS podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was online only, mm-hmm. rank match only, yeah. from Friday morning at 8, p- 8 a.m. Pacific time until, I believe, 8 p.m. tonight, which is okay. Tuesday, September 30th, mm-hmm. uh, which huge shout-out International Podcast Day. Woo. Yes. Yes. I, it goes by so fast. Yes. I miss We're it. We're already halfway through the day. Um, <laughs> but yes, shout out to all the other podcasters out there in the world. But it ends tonight. Mm-hmm. They have a long list of characters that uh, is on the roster. Mm-hmm. Me and Stone hopped on a Friday evening. Man, whose uh, feelings were hurt? We didn't, we didn't link up because it's ranked okay. matches. Okay. Uh, we were trying to adjust our settings to, like, for us to hit just right yeah but you could tell they're still working on the um network connections uh the the wait time is I mean, quite long yeah they don't want they don't want to go to the wayside when it when it hits exactly that's why yeah. you, that's why you can't even get mad but the game itself played great the frame uh frame rates were, were really good the graphics looked beautiful the physics looked good um there was a I think there might be some balancing issues with a couple mm-hmm. of characters, uh, which I ain't going to lie. Is that right now or like when it comes out like, oh, here's the f- full shit for them? I, you think it's just like I don't know. the character yeah, itself? Yeah, I, I think it's the character itself. And the two that come to mind is uh, unfortunately Nightmare. Mm. And I will even have to say Ivy. Uh, those two seem, they're just a little OP'd right now. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was about to say, don't, don't put them behind because... They are the shit. They are no, some no, shit no. It, and, well, Nightmare seem- is the guy that I roll with. Uh, normally, I roll with Maxi, Nightmare, Raphael, and and Seafreach. Uh, Seafreach uh, is available. Maxi is too. I couldn't play a game with Maxi for some reason. I kept getting yeah. it was just sit there and load forever. Um, so mm-hmm. I end up switching over to Nightmare and uh, ran shop. Okay, okay. Ran so shop. Just- the first W was a, a zero, a three and zero uh, oh. round match. Uh, I went on the highest win streak I got on was by eight. Okay, so um, are and you then telling... last night I got into a beef with someone. Oh, okay, we got to hear this. <laughs> yeah, story. man. So uh, last night uh, I was this guy was a lot higher ranked than me. I yeah. was like twenty seven thousand points, something like that. Mm-hmm. I think he was like in the four thousand, five thousands, and uh, he beat me the first go around. Yeah, he uses Zamel. I think that's his name. Okay, yeah, with the huge axe, the brother mm-hmm. man. Yeah, and. I was trying to learn about this new technique they got in the game called Reversal Edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's kind of weird. So I was, and I, I, the way I'm trying to dominate Soul Calibur Six is I'm trying to understand everything about like this all game. the oh, dude, I want to be like the like real. When, I want to be like God in this game. Like when you first went to the arcade and you're playing Street Fighter, then you you got Street Fighter and go go home and play it and get ready exactly, for arcade, exactly. couch co op and all that shit. Okay, like this game is going to y'all. Everybody thought I would already had like a heavenly <laughs> status. It's going to be so disrespectful how much hours I plan on putting in this game. Yeah, just because I, I do want to be able to compete if they do have an internal like tournament. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. So anyway. So I'm over here, I'm playing against the male, and it's my like, second time playing against him. So I'm like, okay, I really want to do the reversal, figure out the reversal edge with him. 
uh, because his his range is crazy, crazy, yeah. and it's fast. Um, so I got it, got the W. Mm-hmm. You could do a rematch up to t- yeah. uh, three times. Okay, so that's to, perfect. So just in case so the first you don't wanna... per- yeah, if the first person get a W, the second person get a W, then y'all could bow out one more time to get that last W. Yeah. So I end up getting the third final W. His points, of course, went down. Yeah. Now it was a close bout. Like it wasn't nothing that I could brag on whatsoever. But yeah. at the same time, I really wasn't fighting fighting because I was trying to figure out this reversal edge. Yeah. Exactly. It's the so, same thing with Naruto when people was talking shit. It was like, okay, I just don't want to use up all my substitution. Thank you. So okay. he met. He he sent me a friend request and he messaged me. And um, you got it on your phone. Oh, yeah, you okay, know you got to read it. Yeah, you yeah, got to read yeah, it to yeah, us yeah. because I want to know what what was said. Because if you had like good matches, good bouts, and yeah. he was higher than you, I mean, if you take that L, that's that's what happens. Is but is it excuses? So this is what he said. He's like, why you keep using the reversal edge? I was like, oh man, I'm just trying to learn how to use it. He said, then why you keep using it wrong? I was like, well, if you understand the meaning of word learning, that means you got to try to figure something out. I was like, are you upset because I got the W's? Hmm. <laughs> And then I was like, let's do this, man. Uh, let's have a rematch when the game come out, and yeah. I'll show you what I've learned. Okay. And then he was like, am I supposed to be happy? <laughs> he said, you're my enemy. You don't deserve a win even a single round. I was like, well, uh, I was like, I'll see you when the game officially drops. Yeah. He says, no, you won't. Learn is a lie, and you're either born good or not, which he's kind of right. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, you better figure something out because if that's all you got, then you might as well get ready to take some more L's. Yeah. <laughs> so then he was like, don't talk to me like a poor person. So then I was like, well, please be prepared to have accomplished a significant amount of defeats the next time we battle. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I ended with the little wink smiling face. Uh, was there anything else after oh, that? No, oh, no, no. You can't done. say nothing after that. Because he took it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the game is fun. So far. Um, right. Wait, but the, that whole exchange, you like just kind of just discredited as, yourself as, as you know that's yeah. nothing yeah, compared yeah, yeah. to how much mess I normally do talk yeah um, I didn't want if he's a kid I didn't want to use any bad language or anything mm-hmm. like that so that's good on the dad side yeah and okay. plus I don't want to I don't want to ruin no one to where they're just like raging over there mm-hmm. um, you know whatever but no the game is nice man okay. I, yeah the game is nice we got some time I brought the console up here if you want to check it out alright nice but yeah yes. cause I didn't I, I ain't got on that I've been on uh, Spider-Man and this will be the last of before we uh, we'll take our first commercial break and then we'll get into the trailers. But uh, Spider Man's night, I'm probably like thirty eight, thirty nine percent through huh. um, because I like to collect everything. I'm doing yeah, the you, black. You want, you want the hundred percent? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm I've got fifty percent of the uh, the costumes and their abilities unlocked. Uh, but even through that, even through the the was it Triad Crime, the Street Crime, Black Cat missions, um, finding the backpacks. Um, your Harry Osborne missions, like that stuff is keeping me entertained because everything has a story. Anything that you do for Harry, Harry is keeping up the part of Oscorp that his mom like built and what her mission was before he left. Like he's over in like private school somewhere, but he leaves these boxes, these units on top of buildings and Peter's supposed to find him because Peter uh, has the code and he's like, Hey, uh, thanks for coming to this box, buddy. Uh, it's really important that we keep this open because Oscorp is trying to do this, but mom's dream was to end pollution in the city or clean up the water system or do this. So you go around and each everything that Spider-Man does has meaning in it. If you're looking for a game that can be told as a comic book, mm-hmm. that's perfect because you're seeing like Peter's personality. Like He's like, ah, I don't have to do these missions. They give you points to unlock stuff, so there is a little bit of incentive, but 
you really don't have to do them to complete the game. You have Kingpin, you have Scorpion, you have uh, Falcon, all these main villains, plus your story with Aunt May, Peter getting evicted and all this other stuff, uh, running into Miles Morales. There's a whole bunch of stuff that will keep you entertained, but I'm enjoying it. And I'm only like almost – I'm not even You're 40%. Through, I'm yeah. almost 40% done. So. Nice. Nice. It's not bad at all, but that is our game segment there because uh, it uh, that, that warms my heart that someone had to reach out to you and be like, Ooh. yeah, yeah, send me a Ooh. friend request for it, and I was just like, oh, and they did that, like it I, makes it bad. I was like, I was sitting on the couch <laughs> like the night it makes it bad. He was playing me like when I, he was playing me last night. The night that I, it was yeah. ugly to play me mm-hmm. was Friday night. Mm-hmm. It was it. I was, was I was in like the zone. The zone. Like yeah, I was in a, just man. I was <laughs> in a Dark, dark, and ugly, like just disrespecting people. Fuck out yeah, of so people. when he played me, he didn't even get to actually see my real, my real gameplay because just, I'm over here trying to learn a move. That's what <laughs> yeah, it, it fascinates me because, like, uh, I'm an asshole when it comes to Madden. Madden, mm-hmm. like, fourth down, I'm going for it. I'm going to do all this crazy shit. I'm trying to uh, um, just fuck up your whole world. Yeah. And so people will quit. They're like, well, I don't know what you're doing this. So the times that I like, I have to pick times. I was like, okay, this year, all throughout Madden, I'm going to play like I'm actually playing. Like, do the smart calls. Okay. Not worrying about, like, the Madden suggestion, but, like, on fourth down, you know, weigh the options. Like, can we convert or not? Uh, do we need to punt? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm playing people, and, you know, for some reason, we're punting, but we're getting <laughs> we're getting it afterwards. And it's like, man, I don't even care. Like, blah, blah, blah. And just, like, send me all this message. So, yeah, people yeah. be getting butthurt, man. Yeah, and, and you know me, I'm we're petty. So, like, after that, I'm like, okay, fourth down, we're running it. We're going to convert, too. Bam, conversion. Then we're going to, after the field goal, or after the uh, after we score a touchdown, instead of the field goal, two-point conversion. I'm just racking up points, dude. I got so nasty. It was like 97 to 5. Ouch. So, dang. And it was just, it was just. And see, that's the thing. Like, even if you were to, like, to beat me that bad, I don't get upset like that. Yeah. Now, I mean, granted, like, I mean, when, like, but yeah. Yeah, I like, mean, when my, my eight moon, my winning streak got hit, I didn't get mad. I was just like, and I feel like that person was just bread and butter in me. But if you yeah. got a bread and butter that's working, do your bread and butter. Yeah, just do it. Just That's all you got to do. Uh, that almost made me. Oh, before we go, uh, I had a, I had a, not really a son of a bitch of the week, but I wanted to, I wanted to hit on something. So we're back with the neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um and I told you, like, he came over to the yard and poured gravel on the dog shit, talking about, like, oh, me and my wife sit outside. These motherfuckers don't sit outside. And as far as he's coming over into my yard, so I got pissed because I already talked to him once. And this dude is, he's an older person, so he should know better. Like, after you talk to him once, and unless, like, you want to do it again, you come talk to him. He just put, like, three or four deals of gravel in the yard. I came home after work, and it was one of those days where, like, man, I'm just so happy to get home. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? My shovel's right over there. I shoveled that gravel up and, you know, clipped, you know, scraped the lawn a little bit and went over to that curb, dog shit and all, because I can't separate my dog shit from the gravel you're putting over my dog shit and just tossed it right out there. So every time he leaves, every time he walks out there, put the trash in, it's just shit and gravel. We ain't had no gravel on shit since. And because it's been raining, so we have to take the dogs out front because we have a lot of grass, but where there's trees, the grass is not growing because they're not getting any sunlight there. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to, you know, grow that grass. And so go out there. The dogs are shitting everywhere. I was like, ain't no gravel since. So I, hopefully you learn your lesson because this can go on. And watch out who you throw gravel at. Yeah, I'm younger. I cannot Shit. live you. That's what I want to <laughs> say. But 
With that being said, let's take our first pause for the cause, and we're going to come back, and we're going to hit these Marvel and DC movie trailers that have come out this week. We'll be right back. Oklahoma's top ramen house, Tamashi, is once again changing the landscape of how authentic Japanese cuisine is served in the area. Tamashi Ramen House is opening up a second location in Edmond. That's right, there will be another location where you can eat delicious Japanese dishes, watch anime live, enjoy anime-inspired drinks, and so much more. Come down to 132 East 5th Street in Edmond on October 1st for the grand opening. You won't want to miss it. Join Oklahoma Humanities and Jad Abumrad from NPR's Radio Lab, along with some of the coolest humanities scholars from across the state, at the first annual Curiosity Fest on Saturday, October 20th, at the Civic Center Music Hall in downtown Oklahoma City. Curiosity Fest will feature fun, interactive humanities programs all through the afternoon, including sessions on the history and meanings of internet memes, the cultural impact of late-night comedy shows, a discussion of Harry Potter and the meaning of life, the taping of a very special episode of the Brain Box podcast, and much more. Find out more about the programs at Curiosity Fest and get ticket information at okhumanities.org slash curiosityfest. Yes, we are back. Sup, Stone? I got, uh, hey, what's up, Stone? I got I got called out for the uh, the Trigun picture, and I do have it here. It's, yeah, it's, I, I just so, love it. I think it's a really good break picture. That was like one of the first break. pictures I downloaded to my desktop, the first one I got. Wow, we have a Elijah Bailey trailer show scene. Yeah, we do. You guys don't understand how excited I am to see this. <laughs> because it minimizes so much shit that's been coming up everywhere, because we all use the same trailer. But yes, yes. it's nice. It's nice. Uh, but yeah, Trigun. Um, and I think uh, Cowboy Bebop were the first backgrounds I had when they had the old dial up AOL. I remember, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. when I, I had throwback, those. throwback. Yeah. But it's only on mic. I mean, it's like always, oh, you got to personalize your shit. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. First thing on the docket. What's we got on the Baker's Dozen? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do it again? I can't. Oh, you uh, could if you I wanted know, to. A Baker's Dozen. We have the uh, Venom trailer, mm. which just came out. I mean, have I haven't heard anything else new about the trailer. We're still doing the whole Tom Hardy is the investigator. There's supposed to be a special Spider-Man scene in the film, or it could be Carnage, or it could be this version of Riot survives and all the other symbiotes are dead. So there's a lot of, lot of mystery, a lot of rumors going on right now with the Venom uh, film, but I'm still excited to see it. Um, actually getting to see this clip, Along with, there was one other one that was spliced together with, is like four minutes worth of trailer. It's interesting to see the way that Tom Hardy and Venom act because Venom reaches out to him. And it's not this whole violent takeover that we would like to believe Venom. He, he still has to bond with his host. There has to be some similarity. So there's a scene where him, uh, Venom and Tom Hardy are talking and he's like, you're my ride. But this is this is my plan. This is what I'm doing. And so you, they start to form this alliance and this bond. And I think as we go through the trailer, we're going to see more of it because I know there's a couple things. Uh, but in the clip, you just see all these conversations between Tom Hardy and Venom about what they want to do, what's getting ready to happen. Before we uh, let's let's backtrack for a second. Before we get into Venom, let's go to Daredevil season three because we've gotten two more trailers for the the third season of Daredevil, and now these focus on one of his biggest rivals, um, the Kingpin. 
So with our first trailer here, we see Wilson Fisk dressing up in the classic all-white suit. More Colombian Bam Bam. Mm, yes, with the black shirt all underneath. All-white tuxedo. I, I can't do that because I feel like I'm going to get it dirty. Oh, yeah. And you know suits always like that cost a pretty plenty. And always I don't want to fuck up All that means shit. you got to make sure that night is epic. Well, okay, so this is there's two things here. We we talked about the He's last trailer where from his nose. Yeah, where Matt said he'd rather die Columbia the devil campaign. than live by <laughs> That's it. he he was sniffing on King Fan's arm. Yeah. And that's what it is. But he said he'd rather die as the devil than live as Matt Murdock. No. And so <laughs> You see him leave the old guard behind and, and put not on wanting to wipe his nose. <laughs> yeah, put on his new. How's it get to your neck? Uh, I don't know. I've never had blood drip to my neck. It's just like I always wipe it. Yeah, but but October nineteenth. Yeah, on but, Netflix. That's gonna be good, man. October's a big month. Uh huh. And all we're seeing now is just this dynamic. And there was something on Fat Man and Batman on their 229th episode. It was their last Fat Man on Batman episode before before they switched to Fat Man Beyond. Uh-huh. And it was talking about which comic book character would you kill and who would you have speak at their funeral, uh, who would give their eulogy. And they said Daredevil and have Kingpin come and talk because they have created each other within the city and the dynamic of Hell's Kitchen Matt Murdock wouldn't be the Daredevil without Kingpin, and Kingpin wouldn't. But isn't that almost like with a lot of people, though? No. Joker and Batman. Yeah, but not like like the person that defines Batman as Joker. It's not the Riddler. It's not uh, Mr. Freeze. It's not the Penguin. Yeah, that's what it's I'm saying. Similar like to Kingpin and yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, 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 but it wouldn't just be like anybody. Yeah, that would be the big two right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then you have like adverse ones like Luke Cage and Iron Fist. They complete each other. But in the Netflix world, the... Uh, I don't really know what's going on there. But that's our first trailer for that one. Then we had a second trailer where Fisk is sitting here talking about what was his downfall, the things that he loved. He loved Vanessa too much. He loved the city too much. He loved this, I don't need fucking love. I need to rule this bitch like a real king. And that's what he's doing. He spent all his time in prison. He was needing hugs. He did. He did. His dad, uh, he killed his dad because his dad was beating his mom, and he was always bigger and stronger than everybody else. And he utilized that, but he did have them tantrums. Yeah. Where he would just go off and kill somebody. So now we're getting a more enlightened and more driven and focused kingpin. I'm excited for that. Than what we had. Guys. Kingpin so, actually was pretty legit. But you didn't watch the second season, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was he in it? Oh, yeah. Him and, him and the Punisher shit, it was nice. In prison, he uh, he was working out on the on the bench, and then Punisher came up and... Apparently didn't kill him. Uh, no. Punisher is uh, Frank Castle strong, but he ain't that strong. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. October 19th is going to come back, hit us. Uh, hopefully, it'll finish up, tie up everything. I feel like they're pushing towards a fourth season to resolve everything and get Matt Murdock to be the Daredevil again. But I also do feel like this leaves an avenue for Danny Rand to come in and take over for Daredevil in his absence because he's going back to being the vigilante wearing all black and not really being the devil of hell's kitchen. He's just a devil. Hmm. So, uh, we're going to get to see that and see what goes on there. Um, this one I was kind of iffy on. I didn't know if I was too excited for just because it's the third installation for the X-Men films, but this is dark Phoenix. Now the dark Phoenix, we know that Kevin Feige has taken over. They've done reshoots for, uh, the Dark Phoenix. They said they had another three to six months or a couple oh, wow, shots, uh, something like that, to reshoot because they wanted this film to be a Marvel film. There's some places they thought it was lacking. So what we basically see here, you have uh, Hank McCoy, who's not Beast, 
um, looking at Jean's body. But you have Jean Grey come into Professor X when she's younger, and he's telling her, well, you're special. Nothing's wrong from you. But the whole, I guess, plot of the movie is Professor X fucks up. Because there's a part in here where Magneto says, hey, surprise, 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 Charles. I'm tired of hearing this fucking lecture. I'm tired of hearing talking. You fuck up shit as bad as Tony Stark. Mm. And I'm not helping you, Charles. We're, mm. we're done. Mm. And He went there. He did. But we do get to see Storm. We do get to see Hank, um, James McElroy, Bald. You have Mystique back, which I don't. I don't know if I like the version of Mystique and Charles as childhood friends, and she's going back and forth. Uh, but then we have Jean Grey. Her powers are coming to fruition, becoming the Dark Phoenix, which, how will this play into the Marvel M- MCU? MCU? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know who else we're getting, but now they're wearing the classic X-Men uniforms, which at the last film where we saw Apocalypse, they had the more like Modern. Car- cartoon yeah. X-Men uniforms. Now we're going back to the first class X-Men uniforms. So I guess it makes sense, though. It's going to be interesting. Oh, he took the... He took the rag off the helmet. Well, sometimes you got to throw it on the table. Mm. But this is, I think this is going to be interesting to see how they all interact. We get Nightcrawler, Beast. Um, I don't know if uh, Quicksilver is going to be back in here because he was in Age of Apocalypse. Don't see him here. Uh, it appears that that was cold as fuck. Seeing Phoenix uh, explode and coming back in. I think she play a good Phoenix, too. Yeah. I like Sansa. Sansa yeah. Stark. She was a bitch and annoying in the beginning of Game of Thrones. And then she, like, she she lived some shit. Yeah, she had to go through like, some hey, shit. She was like, hey, hey, I got my pass. But, Someone gave it to me. <laughs> but looking at this film, she could be a good Dark Phoenix. Do you think the story is? Like, they're still pulling heavily from the script that was written, but they had some rewrites and reshoots to try to tie it into this universe. Yeah, that 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 scares me, but you know, we'll just have to see. One, uh, honestly, I mean, cuz it scares me cuz I just hate to I hate when I hear it. It probably happens a lot rewriting scripts and stuff like that. Oh yeah, all the time, happened, but still but, you don't Yeah, you're you're excited and expecting but at something. At the same time, that's like editing, you know. Yeah, that so. is true. That is the realest shit you ever said. There was a picture <laughs> uh that had like Rocket and Groot on the bottom and then it had like DC characters like Batman, Superman it says um, hang on, let me pull it up. I'll just read this shit straight out because it was funny. Because I was laughing, I was like, "That's exactly right." Everything that uh, DC has said about their um, films doesn't really match up to Marvel. DC to make the movies realistic, the hero must brood throughout the whole movie as he deals with lofty questions, and God forbid if he ever makes a joke. And then Marvel's like, "Here's a walking tree and a raccoon wielding a gun." And it works. People love Groot and Rocket. They love the levity, the humor, but there's also serious tones in the Marvel films. Yeah, there's very serious tones in that in those films. Um, and then DC just like kills the vibe, dude. They're like, you want to see motherfuckers dead? Yeah, they just suck. Yeah, there. Mm. I said it. <sighs> dude, make some, more, make some more animated films. I'm excited for that. I I mean, I love the animated films, but I want a live action that works, dude. Do I have to go all the way back to Batman 66 or the first Superman with Christopher Reeve? 100% fine if DC does. Doesn't do no more more live action, just all animated. Hell yeah. Mm. Like, hands down. (laughs) Dude, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, Okay, next one is Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Now, we got to see this clip, and there's some, some music playing behind. I can't remember what it is, but... It shows him just standing there playing the character of Arthur. How do you feel about a Joker origin story? If they can do it right, in which, you know, I think he can pull it off. Um, I think almost anybody who embraces the Joker role is able to pull off 
the Joker. Um, who who hasn't been able to do it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm excited for did it. You, did you think that uh, Jared Leto did it? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I hate they didn't give him a, a bigger chance. I, I heard because, that his Joker's still in, in uh, rotation to come back, like appear one or two more times, even though he said he was done with it. Huh. So. Well, I mean, that's I hope so, because no one, I don't think no one can make a clear 100% evaluation from his Joker who was a side side of a character in Suicide or Suicide, suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, you know, he, so I'm saying he he was a Joker who had it all at that moment. Okay, yeah. He was the one like we I guess the closest one we Jack Nicholson made his way to Joker and then he started doing it, and then, you know, he fought Batman and got fucked up. Uh, Heath Leather's Joker, he made it. He mm-hmm. made it from the ground up, starting as a Joker, but then he died, which I was excited to see his Joker again. Uh, we get Jared Leto at the top being the mafioso Joker that's going into nightclubs, having Harley stripping shit. Um, and now we have Joaquin coming back from having a conversation with the clown. There was a deal where he, it's the same exact deal, has the clown paint on his face, was wearing a mask, got off a subway, he caused some big commotion there, so... Uh, I I, I want to believe, but again, it's a DC character, and so mm-hmm. far the only ones to to shine are Wonder Woman, um, and then we have Aquaman that's coming out, and that CGI threw me off. Like I watched it the first time, and I was thrown off way bad. Second time, I was like, "This will be good." Third and fourth time, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not. I'm I want to believe about Jason uh, Momoa. I like him too, but I, I just don't feel it." Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, I see Stone wrote in since you did ask this question. I'll read his comment. He said, nope, I'm not a fan of the backstory to the Joker. I've always liked the idea that Joker doesn't 100% know his backstory is. Uh, if I'm going to have a pass, I'd rather it be multiple choice the Joker. And he quoted that from the Joker. Mm-hmm. And I do remember him saying that. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't, I can't blame him. You know, like the moment you have like a certain image of a person. Then it's kind of set in stone. It's set in stone. That and no in one comics, knows it never it does. It, so. it does, yeah. And then we're always trying to figure out which one is it, which one is it. And, you know, for us to find the Jokers, well, it's just almost like, you know, the killing joke almost. Yeah. You know, we got that form of it. But, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can see, see that because I kind of feel the same way. I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I don't need to know who the Joker is, I just like a Joker that comes in and fucks Batman's world up. But I think it's fine to do it just because of the fact that we've had so many different Jokers. Yeah. So, and and they make them all distinctively different. Different, yeah. Um, you know, Jared Leno's uh, uh, Joker. Uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yeah, they all look different, so you have to be like, okay, they're all from different, you know, eras and whatnot. Okay, I see. I never thought about eras. I just thought universes because we Our have the universe, multiverse. The same thing, yeah, um, and then they tried to do it in Gotham as well. I can't remember his name. He plays the gay brother, gay bipolar brother Ethan on uh, Shameless. Jerome? Yeah. Oh, I don't disrespect yeah. Jerome. That his real name though? No. Yeah, I, I know Jerome, Jerome, but I just can't remember his name. But did you, did you see the end of that? No, I saw the fact. I saw they did the one where he uh, uh, death in the family, where he cu- he cut his face off, and then he passed it on to his biological twin brother, who became a Joker. But I didn't mm-hmm. see anything past that. So how'd okay. that go? No, no, that's that's what I was talking about. Just that little. They haven't went back to the visit since his twin brother became the Joker. And I know they. It's like when they spoiler. <laughs> yeah, spoilers, guys. Uh, when they first talked about, it, they're like, "Oh, well, the Joker is an idea. Anybody can be the Joker." And, and that even like, plays on just the fact that you know he's always going to have a, a different origin story. 
Yeah, and so I was I was kind of okay with that, and then I just fell off. His Gotham was a little bit like too much, um, but yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, it could work out. It could not work out. We'll we'll see when it gets here. Yeah. Um, next on the list, we had uh, Captain Marvel, and I'm excited about this one. I I like Brie Larson in what was she in? Um, United States of Terror, where her mom had multiple personalities, and she was the the kind of bitchy daughter, and she had this attitude. And it, I thought it was she did pretty well in that series. Now oh, we yeah. have Captain Marvel coming in, uh, Carol Danvers. So again, if you guys don't have any history on Captain Marvels, you can go to Patreon for free, uh, patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show, and read my article. It's the demigod version of Wonder Woman, the new 52, versus the original Carol Danvers, um, Captain Marvel. And it takes you through her comic book history, shows you her powers, her abilities, how she stacks up against Wonder Woman, but it gives you the information you need before watching this film. You don't have to read all the comics. You don't have to read Civil War II to see where the new Captain Marvel is. They're going back to the beginning. Sam Jackson's got hair. You see the blockbuster. Yes. Oh, there's only one left in the world, and it wasn't. Th- it probably was that one that they fucked up. <laughs> but, yes, going back in time, um, we have the, the Kree, the Scroll, we have uh, the Star Force, and you get to see the characters there, and you get to see that some of the characters we saw at the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy used to be in the Star Force. Is this going to make reference and move us into the Nova Corps and Nova and other things that are possible in the MCU? With what they've been doing, you got to think it is. Um, Captain Marvel is fucking tough. She's fearless. You think uh, she's going to take us to the next uh, yeah, the next phase? The next reboot? Yeah. Like, it's going to be just another universe? Like, another multiverse? That'd be interesting. Then that's how they reboot Marvel? That would be, that would be interesting. Um, hmm, I don't know. That would be interesting to go ahead and do another universe. Um, I mean, cause it's about time for a reboot, isn't it? Yeah, I think after this phase, I mean, you're going to lay all it. our homies. Yeah, because I was thinking, I was like, oh, well, Thor is, when Thor is gone because Chris Helmworm, his Helmworm's uh, contract hasn't been renewed, they're going to do the Jane Foster version where Jane gets cancer. That's, you know, why they split. She gets cancer and she becomes worthy of Mjolnir and becomes Thor for an extended period of time. And then Thor becomes the unworthy and the king of Asgard. And they could go that route where you can make references to him. But you can lead with a female Thor. Yeah. You can do this. You can do that. Well, so we have. So Captain Marvel coming out March 2019. Yes. Are you excited? I'm excited, yeah. I want to nice. see this because Captain Marvel was one that people slept on. Um, they, just, Did people sleep on it or it just wasn't exposed? It just wasn't pushed no, out there like everybody else? No, slept on it. Because there's there's male version. There's Marvel, who was the first uh, incarnation. And then he came down. His powers through radiation and an attack got transferred to Carol Danvers, and she held the helm for quite a while and interacted with the X Men and, and several other comic book characters and had different personalities because her memory was erased and she had her memory. And I think they're going to pull from a lot of these comics to go ahead and tell her story. Um, but yeah, she was cool. I remember one. I had a Spider Man comic when you have the uh, Spider Man that has like the Universal tights. It's because he inherited the powers as well, but. We'll have to go on. It'll yeah, be yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll we, 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 we got now. too many trailers. <laughs> um, let's see. What else do we have on the docket? Before I always I the, keep the saying Gundam or not Gundam, but uh, the Bumblebee. Transformer, yeah. yeah, Transformers. I think we get to see in this latest trailer of Bumblebee is uh, Optimus Prime, and then um, Starscream, and then there's one other uh, uh, Autobot that we get to see, but I can't remember who it is. Um, and I don't know. If you're a Transformer, you should be bigger than a house. Why do they keep keeping these motherfuckers in their garages? 
like Bumblebee transform and he's in basically a car shop in her garage at home. Well, they I thought they get as only as big as like what they got. Well, I mean his body, I mean he's not going to be Optimus size, but he should be bigger than the house. Uh, and when they transform, that's when they blend in. Cute little slug bug. Don't say cute. It's cute. But yeah, I I I want him to be bigger. Um I think there's not going to be a lot of levity in the film. I think it's going to be more of a serious toll. Like, this is why they, there's going to be sad moments, and this is why they need you in the comeback with Bumblebee. Because it kind of shows his interaction with this girl. He's trying to figure out Earth's, Earth social, I guess, norms and try to learn how to talk. But other than that, the first trailer was like, oh, John Cena. I didn't see that. I did not see John Cena. I know Cena John Cena was in it. Yeah. No, I, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought he was. Uh, I couldn't see him. That's uh-huh. why. But it kind of seemed like a sad story. Like he's lost, and then she's like, "You're. They need you. You got to be the hero. Be. You got to do this." Like Bumblebee is the one that they kind of bitch on a little bit. Like you got to do this. You got to sacrifice this, and he's always got to be sad. I want Bumblebee to come out with a machine gun, just like. Well, you got that old Bumblebee. That was the old Bumblebee with Michael not, Bay. Not really. Yeah, he was, it was. That was he, that Bumblebee. This he one is had to deal be. with Shia LaBeouf, too, and B was goofy, and then B nutted up, but the rest of them nutted up in battle. It's like when battle time came, like, oh, this think, is what the Autobots I think he's going to be serious. Boom, look at that. His face changed. Boom. <sighs> Mega <Okay>. Man Blaster. <laughs> but no, that I mean, I'm excited for this one. Just A, it's, I, I hated Michael Bay's Transformers, dude. They got... They got bullshit. Let's not yeah. even, like, beat the... Let's not even, like, graze over it, man. They sucked. The first two was cool, and after that, man, it was godforsaken. Hey. Awful. The noise, everything about it, I could not stand. The length of it. The the seeing... Like, and it makes it better. They had some really cool people in it, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, really good cameos and who was that other dude? Uh, Wahlberg. You yeah, know? Mark Wahlberg yeah, came in to try sucked. to save the film. It sucked. So I'm, I'm You're excited glad to for the see reboot? something new. Yeah, man. Are you excited to have Optimus back, or did you want this to just be a story for B? Optimus has to be in that period. He does. Well, yeah, he does. You can't, you can't nope. do nope. Uh, like a G Gundam where. Mm. Or even Gundam Wing, where bam, now I got to find the rest of the group, but they're not here yet. Just, it doesn't make sense business. Mm. Yeah, Optimus got to be in it. It's Optimus, like Optimus Prime. Yeah, okay, but I am, it. I am liking the fact that every time we get a movie, we get different. When you had the Dinobots, you had the the Constructicons, you know, that it's all working on the construction site with the fucking oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. YMCA dude <laughs> and all this shit. So now you're getting more Decepticons. You're getting some. I think Megatron uh, was saying something in the trailer as well uh, for uh, the B movie, Bumblebee movie. Um, and I think that might be our last one. For some reason, the Venom trailer is not letting me pull it up, or the uh, the other one I wanted to hit. So what we'll do is we'll just hit them next episode okay. and so go it's, into you, it. You see them, but it's not letting you pull yeah, it. Yeah, it's not even letting me pull it. Okay, so let's take our next pause for the cause, and we'll be back to talk about some live-action anime with Bleach and, well, Bleach. Bleach, Because yeah. Tokyo Ghoul won't pull up. <laughs> we'll be right back. If you're looking for a good podcast to listen to, check out AKA Steve and Demi. I'm Steve. I'm Demi. And Demi, I understand we're getting some good reviews for the show. We've got some great reviews, Steve. LA Times says exceptionally clean, smooth, and easy drinking. CNN said smooth, I mean really smooth. Spirit Journal, impeccable quality, delicious. <laughs> Spirit Journal. 
I don't, I don't know that those sounds like things you would hear from the LA Times. What, what are you reading? I, uh, I'm just reading the label of a liquor bottle, actually. That sounds appropriate. Yep. All right, a.k.a. Stephen Demi. Uh, you can find us on any podcast library, apparently. I guess we've really made it in the world. Just search AKA Show. I love watching anime. So do I. I watch it every day. So do I. The first place I go to check out for new anime is Crunchyroll. Yes. Crunchyroll is this, like, connective world of anime. Crunchyroll delivers content from leading media producers directly to you, the viewers, translated professionally in multiple languages. You also get access to the simulcasts. Yes, and the great thing about Crunchyroll is Crunchyroll is a service that is available for free, but if you want to watch ad-free, all you have to do is become a premium subscriber for $6.99. So if you guys want to watch anime just like Monica and I do, go to Crunchyroll. Uh, uh, they ain't ready for that yet. Mm-hmm. We got to we got to bring that back on, a, on the official episode. But let's head back into it. Let's talk about the uh, live action. I just got a text from my wife. It says where dot 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 are my chocolate animal crackers? Ooh. Uh, some are Somebody in about my to get ass tummy, <laughs> and the rest are in the game room. Yeah, I ate some last night while I was playing Spider-Man. Uh, but let's go to uh, the live-action Bleach uh, film that just came out. I watched it. Uh, let me see what the act- the official runtime is. But this was amazing. I went into it, and I was like, oh, okay. I've watched three minutes. Let me just take a break for a second because I don't want to get overhyped on like the Bleach live-action because if it sucks, I'm going to be pissed. And so whenever I uh, went back to it, I, and it was just like a short break, I went into the kitchen, got me something. I was like, okay, let's buckle down and watch this. I've got to watch it. I like anime, so let's see what it is. It's an hour and 48 minutes. Mm-hmm. came out this year, and the way that they did it is perfect. So before we go into uh, what they did in the film, if you don't know what Bleach is, Bleach is a story about a boy, a 15-year-old boy named Ichigo Kurosaki. He's got uh, orange or red head. He's a ginger. And Ruki Okatsuki, who meet in, um, was it, Karakura Town is where he grows up. The very first time that you see him, he's defending the spirit of a kid that was killed. Now, it's weird because they make it a boy in the film, but in the show, it was a little girl. And I don't know if that's an, uh, a J- Japanese thing, like a social thing, like changing it that much, or if that was a Netflix decision to make it a boy because, oh, well, uh, demographics say that girls that are like dead girls do this bad or blah, blah, blah. But it follows the story of him and Rukia's first meeting. You find out that he, him and his family are sensitive to spirits. Uh, Rukia is a soul reaper, a Shinigami, who they basically ferry um, the souls. souls and spirits to soul society or banish them to hell or whatever it is. And the way that the film did it, the first arc where it's Ichigo and Rukia's um, interaction with each other, they meet. He has to stab himself with a sword to become a soul reaper, and then she trains him until her power comes back so she can go to soul society Um and them going to school together and beating um, the Grand Fisher, who is the soul, the spirit that took his mom when he was younger, and he always has nightmares. Oh, okay. So they went pretty far in the movie. Yeah, they did that first a lot arc. Of fillers? Uh, of course not. No. It's only an hour and 48. Good yeah, job. it's straight in. It looks good. Yeah, it's really good. The, yeah, the actors were really well. Brad said that he really enjoyed it, too. Oh, dude, you got to watch it. The sword, the fighting and stuff, the training, the, the comedy in it, and then the seriousness, because we find out at the end of this first arc... Um, Rukia is 
kind of sentenced to death because you're not supposed to give your Shinigami powers to a human. Well, she knew that Ichigo was sensitive because he broke one of her Kaido, which is a spell that they use to trap different things. Uh, he was stronger than normal humans, and that was the only she was injured. That was the only way that he could save his sister and save her and him. Um, and it leads up to that point where there's a battle. This is it right here. You get the Quincy. Oh, boy, oh yeah. yeah. Ichiro. You have Chad, and then you got Renji with mm. the uh, with his uh, sword, and then you have Byakuga, and, or I said Byakuga, but her brother, um, as they're going through, and it's, it follows that whole deal. So you get to see an actual high-ranking noble from Soul Society. You get to see Rukia. You get to learn that family dynamic. You get Renji, uh, Chad. You get all your favorite characters, uh, Orihime. And what I think is they're going to set this up just like Rurouni Kenshin and do arc by arc by arc. Hmm. And I think it was smart because it's an hour 48. You're not jamming too much shit in there, and you're just following the story. Um, I think the only difference with the manga and the anime is the manga uh, was just straight through. It didn't have the fillers that the show had, and the show took some liberties to kind of describe each character and had these unique arcs. Yeah, yeah. that they thought that were kind of... And it's not like they thought they were missing from the manga, but filled in stuff that the manga did not hit. Hence yeah, I'm going to check filler. that out this week. Yeah, it's nice. It's on Netflix too, right? It yeah. is on Netflix, yes. Uh, the next one that we wanted to talk about was Tokyo Ghoul, which... Tokyo Ghoul! Tokyo Man, Ghoul. I'm sorry. Hey, it's okay. You're old now. Uh, Tokyo I Ghoul. A massage. Just ask your wife. No, I need like a real massage. Oh. oh. Like chiropractor. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, go ahead and tell people about Tokyo Ghoul because I know this is uh, one of your famously lovely dark anime until it got kind of overly convoluted. No, it, I didn't. I, I, I guess there was a point in time I was yeah. watching it. Yeah, and then it's it. like, oh, that was too much. But Tokyo Ghoul is if you could picture like a world full of these things called ghouls, which is like vampires almost, but not. Um, they go around eating uh, other humans. Yeah. And um, some of them eat other ghouls too. Yeah, the, the radical shit. ones eat other ghouls too. But uh, it's, it starts out, I can't remember what old boy's name. Um, Kaneki Ken. Who? Kaneki. Kaneki? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the name they was calling him. Uh, pretty much he saw like a murder and he saw this, this ghoul eat another ghoul. And he ended up trying to rescue. No, 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 no. no. Hey, right, right. I, I forgot. He was a he's a nerd, and he saw this hot chick. Pretty much, this hot chick there asked him go. on a date. They go out on a date. Shit went south. She ends up getting hurt. He tries to rescue her. She ends up looking at him like, "Motherfucker, I will eat you. Mm-hmm. I am going to eat you." He survives, but he's like a tripped out ghoul. Um, yeah, he's like half to, ghoul, half he's still human. They have to take some of her body parts to put in him so he survives. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, you know the story just progressed about just him understanding this new world that he's in, uh, how society looks at ghouls, um, and then he becomes a complete reverse person than what he was, and he became full blown yeah. eating ghouls was, and fucking people up. On and that was two. that was, I think if he wouldn't have been in the situation he was, he would have been normal-ish he still would have struggled because in the beginning he did not want to eat anybody because he's no i'm human i'm not this yeah, most people who do that they they're, that's, yeah. they're setting themselves up and then when he got do tortured, they say when it's gonna come out so they they, um, they say what part are they starting at the beginning of this or it shows quite a bit like him finding the investigator so it's does he have white hair or black hair uh i think it showed the white hair at one point that's but that might two. it might be it might end because that's the end of season one. Like, everything he goes through, then his hair turns white. Yeah. And then he leaves everybody to go on his own shit. And yeah, then season three, he's like, 
What what are you? Are you still the? I think I remember you. But. I haven't seen season three. Oh, season three. He it's like multiple trippy ass personalities trying to figure out who takes control and what's going on right now. So, um, but no, I don't know when it come comes out. Uh, I just know we got this latest trailer for it. And we've been seeing trailers for this like forever. Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, I think came out at the same time they say Gintama was going to get a live action and Gintama's out at Walmart where you can buy it. Uh, what else was there? Uh, I feel like there's another live action, uh, but I can't remember it. But I do have one bit of news. The voice, the Japanese voice actor for Naruto passed away, uh, I think, early this morning. So, hey, What happened to her? Him. Oh, the the American one's a girl. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. talking about the, the, the Japanese. Japanese. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, Sorry. he's been doing Naruto forever. Um, let me see if I can pull this up, and this will be our last article before we tell everybody what anime and manga of the month are. Um, he passed away, yeah, last night, and his name was Hikaru Miyata. Well, our condolences out to the to uh, his family and um, man, his everybody he worked with, and yeah. uh, actor Hikaru Miyata passed away at the Tokyo Hospital at six forty-five a.m. on Sunday. Uh, Due to an acute aortic dissection, so heart is basically what we're talking about. Uh, he was 87. A funeral service will be held on September 30th I with his old wife. Man voice. Hmm. What it? Today's the 30th, ain't it? Damn, that's a quick ass turnaround. He dies at 6:45, and they have the funeral today. Well, you know there are, there are different times on. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. No. So I think when he died, probably yesterday morning. And they're going to do it today. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that with, still is a super fest turn. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, put his ass on the ground now. We don't want the grudge to come get us. We're, we all, we'll keep watching Naruto every day as long as he just. Uh, yeah. But his wife, uh, Fumiko, a, a, as chief mourner. So she's going to go up and talk. And I'm sure they're going to have other voice actors that he voiced with come up and talk. Um, it says fellow voice actor to uh, Takitora recalled on Twitter that Mayata was always smiling. Both voice actors played roles in Cold Geass, um, and they're really close friends, but it just goes on to say, you know, to miss my friend, and uh, it's just a sad time. And it's always sad when someone passes, especially someone that we don't think about that touches the world um, in a very unique way. Because you think about Naruto, uh, Dragon Ball... Um, Cowboy Bebop, all these voice actors, whether they're American, Japanese, Scandinavian, Spanish, or whatever, they've reached a demographic of people that grew up with them, and they've influenced. The source material is the source material, and written by whoever it's written by and drawn. But these actors bring it to life, and I think that resonates a lot with uh, everybody that listens to them. Because I know there's some uh, anime that I'm getting into now. It's like that's the perfect voice right there, and this this hits me, and I always remember that. And when that person passes, it won't be the same. Mm, yeah. So, but life goes on. Life they will does find go a voice, on. and uh, not saying that we won't remember him, but yeah, yeah, the life it'll, it'll continue. On. All right, so we've hit a special moment in the show. This is our last segment: anime and manga of the month. And I know you uh, are the anime guy now. You yes, got the anime yes. of the month. So hit us up. So with we're going to do right now. I'm going to do a little bit different from how Elijah Bailey does it. Perfect. Um, so I'm going to hit you briefly with what is the anime of the month for you to check it out. But then I'm going to come back to you later on this week, uh, giving you more breakdown, uh, actual video, because we don't have the trailer up and all that yeah. stuff right now, for you guys can actually see how bizarre this anime of the month is. Since we are in the month of October, I thought it was fitting. Um, 
that we do a horror anime. And when we decided to choose, how do you pronounce that? Is it Junito? Uh, Junti Ito Collection. Junti Ito is a manga author who actually specializes in horror uh, horror comics mm -hmm. or horror manga. So now we have a collection of a lot of his different stories that he written all in anime. Uh, what's so cool about this anime? It was one that I watched probably about earlier this year, late. Liz Round Time was watching Junie Tyson. Did the did the first one start like the boy in his room? Yeah. Okay. Super yeah. Weird drawings. Yeah, I know yeah, the one yeah, you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like a couple on there, but yeah, I know yeah, exactly. So each episode is different. None of them really tie. You may see reoccurring characters come back in yeah. the series, but it's almost I call it the tales from the crypt of the anime world. Um, because that's exactly what it is. Every time you go into it, you you are watching a bizarre As, episode, yeah. and that's it. Uh, they leave you on cliffhangers that will probably never be answered. Each episode actually technically has two uh, stories built or inside of it. Mm -hmm. So they tell the first story in like 12 minutes, and you're like, oh, that's it. Yeah. That was, that nice was weird. Sure. I don't know what just happened. And then they have the second one that pops up. Uh, right afterwards it's really good i highly recommend you check it out so stay tuned i'll be having some uh, videos about it with some more trailers and all that good jazz nice uh manga of the month for this month is my little monster uh an impassive girl meets troublemaker in a brand new love story and it's it's different uh because you're like well, you just give us action shonen type stuff this is a funny little uh quirky manga it is based around a love story but it's a lot of crazy shit happens like she hmm. changes the script on them um after shizuka a girl whose sole interest is studying is asked to deliver some handouts to haru a boy who hasn't come to school after spilling blood on the first day she finds herself the target of his affection this is a story about a boy and girl who struggle with love and friendship opening yourself up to other people forces you to be honest with yourself uh it's like again like i said it's a fun, nice little manga to read. Not too many chapters. doesn't get too deep, but it is funny. So you're going to get comedy. You're going to get this love story. Um, and I wanted to hit up something for the ladies as well. Like, not all ladies want just action non nonstop. Uh, but I think it's it's a good and read. Dudes. Yeah, and dudes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you know how Stone is. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's a nice little read. My Little Monster. And the same thing, I will give you guys panels. And in the description of the show, uh, notes or the show if you're doing show notes on patreon you can click those links it'll take you wherever you need to go if you're listening to the show when it comes out on thursday click any of those links it'll take you to podcast of the week anime and manga of the month where you can read you can watch and enjoy everything that you're bringing uh, yes. that we're bringing you but is there anything else that you have for everybody as we before we read some of the comments that we got in facebook and uh twitch uh if you got well we didn't really get any more on really twitch that okay. we hit on but uh if there's anything on facebook you have it pulled up. But, no, we want to thank you all for supporting our show. Um, that's it, dude. All right. Uh, yeah, I'd say, I'll say thank you here in a minute. You guys know how long-winded I am. Uh, we have Michael Blanton in the Facebook chat. Uh, he's he's blowing some juicy kisses to, uh, towards us, blowing some extra juicy kisses to, to Stone. And then he asked, Do you guys, did you guys hear the preview track for my next album in the making? No, he did not. Uh, send that to me on Facebook and I'll listen to it. Uh, but he enjoyed the show a lot. If you enjoy the show, one thing that really helps out, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show and just contribute a dollar uh, every single month. And for the month, you pay a dollar for exclusive videos, our write-ups, our blogs, our vlogs, everything that we're bringing to you, gameplay, trailers, 
before anybody else, and we have exclusive giveaways and prizes. I know that there's another Funimation movie coming out, so I have tickets to that if you're in the L.A. area. If there's anything down here in Oklahoma or Texas, that can be given away as as a prize as well. Or some of these Funko Pops, uh, free comics, video games. There's a shit ton of stuff for you guys to win just for a dollar every single month, and that contribution helps the show. Yes, it does. If uh, you cannot financially support us, that's, that's fine as well. Go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Podbeam, uh, and and mainly on Apple Podcasts because everything sources to Apple Podcasts. But if you can subscribe, rate, and review there. Only if you want to. None of my stuff sources from there. Yes, it does. No. It does. You just don't know it. it if, if you can, uh, subscribe, rate, and review. That I'll really helps out. take my show out. down off of Apple Podcasts. Uh, don't. Don't even have it there no more. And you know what happened? We don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> just uh, joking. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that really helps out the show. Uh, just spreading the love. If you're watching on Facebook Live, share it so people can watch because we're always going to hit on one of these subjects, anime and manga, uh, movies, comic books, or like health, fitness, and, and things like that, video games. So uh, if you got anybody that likes any of that shit, share with your friends. Same thing if you're listening right now. Go ahead and just text somebody say hey you gotta listen to this podcast this is the part i enjoyed or if you find something informative you know talk about with your friends this is a community that we're building here we want to engage with you guys um but the things you do to support us really helps us continue to grow uh let people know where they can find black and studios you can find black and studios at black and studios on facebook twitter and instagram also snapchat uh if you want to email us for whatever reason you can <laughs> think about email us at podcast at black Yep, and you can find anything and everything you need to know about The Elijah Bailey Show on the official Facebook page, The Elijah Bailey Show, or on Twitter and Instagram, at Elijah Bailey Show. Just cut off the W on the end, that's S-H-O. You can send your emails to Show at gmail.com, or you can subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, remember to hit up our sponsors, and every holiday they have like 30, 20 to 40% off on shirts. RipToPeril.com, use promo code Elijah Bailey Show, save you 10%. We've been posting shirts like crazy, and like the last one was the uh, the uh, the joking spider, and it was Spider-Man upside down with the camera as the killing, killing joke, joke cover. Yeah. And then uh, they also had the uh, the Carnage and the Super Mario. Mm-hmm, Super Mario. So there's a lot of badass pop culture shirts you can get from Ripped Apparel. And every purchase that you make does help the show. It also helps the original artist. They submit their work. If it's chosen, they make a shirt. And that helps them because they're working hard to come up with these creative-ass shirts. But I've got pff, 20 easy, and I've got some other ones coming. So, um, But other than that, guys... Thank you for joining us for the Bailey Bugle. Bailey number, Bugle. Number seven, issue seven, dude. We'll I think, be back. Huh? I think it's almost time for another Taplin. Special? Yeah. Hey, I got him. Oh, man. That was... Uh, I got him on lockdown. It was enjoyable. Um, so catch us next episode, episode 134 of the Elijah Bailey Show. That's right. We'll catch your ass in the next podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Now it's time for Podcast of the Week, and Podcast of the Week is brought to you by one of our friends, Joshua Unruh. It is Listen Up A-Holes, which is a podcast available on Apple Podcasts. In Listen Up A-Holes, narrative nerd Lana Diane Rich of 
Chipperish Media and superhero scholar Joshua Unruh of Polk Diction Productions apply their wit, expertise, and enthusiasm the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You can find this, like I said, on Apple Podcasts, but instead of me telling you more about it, just listen to their latest episode. Hi, and welcome to Listen Up A-Holes, the only Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast that messed around with Tesseract technology and sparked an alien invasion. I'm story expert Lonnie Diane Rich of Chipperish Media. And I'm Joshua Unruh, superhero scholar from Pulp Diction Productions. Together we're working our way through the good, the bad, and the bonkers of the MCU. So listen up, a-holes. We're going to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All right, Lonnie. Believe it or not, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually gave us comic book things to talk about yay (laughs) like i didn't have to do backflips and contort myself they actually laid some breadcrumbs all right awesome so what you got for me well a couple of people who escaped from the fridge Uh are references to c-list supervillains i love it johnny horton is mentioned as a man who gave himself lion paws Oh, if only things were that simple. (laughs) Johnny Horton is also known as The Griffin. Mm -hmm. G-R-I-F-F-I-N. Okay. Yeah, well, it's just badly spelled. I just don't know why, you know. Because the the flying lion has G-R-Y-P-H-O-N, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, this is just heavily anglicized? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He first appeared in Amazing Adventures, Volume 2, Number 15, cover dated November 1972. Mm-hmm. This is his first appearance. He shows up already as the Griffin attacking Hank the Beast. All right, guys, there you go. You get a little taste of Listen Up A-Holes, where they really dive deep into the characters, the comics, and how they relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and give you the backfill. Like, man, maybe I do like Falcon, or maybe I don't like Falcon. Maybe I like Hawkeye more than what I thought. But again, Listen Up A-Holes is available on Apple Podcasts, and send them in the review that you give them. Just let them know the Elijah Bailey Show sent you. Hey, what's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckley appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.